and welcome to this month's Drinking on the Last Frontier. I'm your host, Bill Howell, here on KDLL 91.9 FM, Kenai Soldatna, public-supported radio for the central Kenai Peninsula. And hey, we're live this month. And if you are listening and you haven't donated yet, remember to call 513-1996 or 283-8433 or donate online at kdll.org. If you've got beer questions, call one of those numbers as well, and they're going to run them into us and we're going to try and answer them. But the good news is I've got not one, not two, but three guests on with me today. I've got the worker bees from Kenai River Brewing. Yes, we're done talking with the boss men. We're talking with the guys that actually do the work, okay? So I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So go, Scott, go. Good afternoon. I'm Scott. Okay, you don't want to tell him your last name. He's, oh, he's staying low profile here. Joe Dice. Okay, go Ben. I'm Ben Wiegraf, uh, one of the brewers for Kenai River. Okay, and Tony Dunbar, uh, also brewer from KRB. Okay, guys. Well, hey, again, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. So um, while we're waiting, uh, hopefully, for our first call to come in, I got a couple of pieces of news, and then I'm going to ask these guys to give you some doings of what's happening at Kenai River Brewing. Uh, Piece of news one is there's going to be a beer dinner at Addy Camp on the 1st of June. Um, They're pairing food with Midnight Sun beers from Anchorage. So if you're interested in that, I think the tickets are 80 bucks, if I remember correctly. Check out Addy Camp's Facebook page. They got the menu posted, information there and everything. So first uh, Thursday, the 1st of June. Uh, second piece of information, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, I guess Kenai River, or, damn it, sorry, not Kenai River, uh, St. Elias Brewing Company has... Um, purchased a canning line so they are going to begin to sell their flagship beers in four pack 16 ounce cans if i understand correctly i don't know the exact time frame or anything like that but uh that's another piece of uh news that uh of interest to everybody so now news is done let's hear about news from kenai river brewing company so Take it away, boys. What's uh, what's the latest and greatest that's happening at Kenai River? Yeah, thanks for having us, Bill. Uh, it's really great to get out and, you know, talk about beer for a little bit. Uh, they hide us away in the back there pretty well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to get out and, you know, hear from people that, uh, that are interested in what we do. Yeah, hear from people that are interested in what we do. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some new beers coming down the line here, Bill. Uh, right now, we're looking at bringing out uh, a Vic Secret Single Hop IPA. Uh, now, every, every year we brew a new IPA exclusively with uh, some different and unique hop. Uh, this one's with Vic Secret. Uh, this Vic Secret was first introduced in 2013. Uh, it's got Australian and English roots, but it's got flavors of uh, aroma and pine, pineapple and passion fruit. Uh, so something fun, tasty. Uh, that's coming out this summer alongside this uh, Vic Secret. Erpa, which is an imperial rye pale ale. Uh, that's also using exclusively that Vic Secret. 
that one's using some Munich, some Crystal, Biscuit, and Rye malts. And uh, the ABV is coming in at 10.5 and a little bitter at 95 IBUs, the International mm. Bitterness Unit. So S- kind of hoppy. Sounds impressive. Yeah, that yeah. one's going to be a that one. I'm, I suspect it's going to be very popular. Most of those Erpas uh, do really well. Folks really definitely like them. Yeah. So, so coming in at this summer, June, we're talking? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can look forward to that this summer. Uh, we, uh, we want people to come in, check out the brewery, so we won't give you an exact date quite yet here, Bill, but okay. uh, uh, we can guarantee that'll come out this summer on tap. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be just on draft. You can come in, grab a glass or two, uh, and enjoy that this summer. Sounds some, great. Some Sounds great. Swing for a tour. Yeah, yeah. Swing by for a tour. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love to see you guys come on in and happy to talk with you live, too. Do you have a particular time that you like to do tours, day of the week, times, anything like that, just if people want to plan? Yeah, you know, uh, in the summer, it does get pretty busy in there, you know, but uh, you're more than welcome to swing by Monday through Friday. Uh, we're generally there uh, noon until four or five. Uh, so if you want to come in, ask your server for a tour. We'd be happy to show you back if, you know, time allows, show you the equipment and a little bit of what we do, Bill. Sounds great. Sounds great. I still want to get over there and see the centrifuge when it's running. Just say the engineer and the engineer in me is fascinated with the prospect of, uh, watching the centrifuge work. But, yeah, of so. course. Uh, oh yeah. It's really good to see the beer, the before and after or enduring process. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's shaving, uh, well, maybe I should explain for our listeners. You know, when you finish brewing beer, normally you've still got quite a bit of yeast in suspension. And the traditional way is just to let the yeast settle out in a tank, as the Brits call it, dropping bright. So once the yeast drops out, settles down just using gravity, it makes the beer very, it clarifies the beer. It's nice and clear and it looks good in the glass. Um, but Obviously, if you spin the beer in a centrifuge at high speed, you are artificially increasing the force of gravity on the beer, which causes the yeast to drop out much, much faster. So what do you guys, you you can do in a few hours what would normally take weeks, right? Oh, yeah, of course. This centrifuge, uh, it's a great piece of technology to have at the brewery there. Um, You are shaving, you know, a week or more off of that ferment, off of that that batch. I guess uh, to jump carbonating it as well. Yeah, it has an inline carbonation uh, set up there, so we can touch it up as it goes. Yeah. So it, in other words, it basically allows you guys to be much more efficient. You don't have to have tank space and everything tied up for a week, waiting on this beer to naturally clarify. You can run it through the centrifuge and have it basically ready to go, chop chop. So. Definitely Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, I'm the engineer in me wants to go over and see it run. I always never seem to be there at the right time, but I'm looking forward to it. So you got any other new toys that you guys have playing with back there? Well, right now we got that, that nice centrifuge spinning up. Uh, and you, you did mention that, uh, you know, it improves the, the, the clarity of the beer. But uh, something that, you know, has done wonders for us is uh, it'll extend that shelf life quite a bit, too. Uh, so now we're working to get our beer further across the state. We're trying to reach out to, to Juno and Fairbanks and uh, to expand yeah. that market, get people yeah. our beer that haven't had it before. Yeah, I know you guys just recently shifted distributors to Odom. Mm-hmm. So and uh, I know that's uh, 
helping you to try and get your beer spread further and further across the state down into southeast and things like that so that's great that's great well hey let me remind our listeners out there that uh kdll is looking for your donations you can call uh, 513-1996 or 283-8433 or donate online at kdll.org and if you have any questions for me or the brew boys dial one of those numbers and uh ask and they'll Bring your question into us and we will try to answer it. I'm sure we'll answer it whether it'll be a correct answer or not. Uh, well, that remains Depends to on be which one seen. Of us yeah, yeah. So, um, so what else is are you guys up to? You know, um, we've got the, uh, I know you're, I'm sure you're working trying to get ahead to handle the summer rush, right? Is that kind of what you guys are into right now? Is let's bank as much beer as we can. So, you don't have to be desperately trying to keep up. Uh, that's right, Bill. Uh, with these summer months coming up, uh, it's you know brewing pretty much nonstop at this point. Just trying to get the, all the beer we need to to get it around the state. Uh, we got a lot of thirsty people out there. Yeah, yeah. So when so you your cans now, you guys are canning um, for for the your distributors, uh, Ski Lake Scottish, Sunken, um, Honeymoon Half and uh pbr anything else that um, you're pushing out uh, through the distributor uh white crane um river water it's one i i like using you know the splash of a little bit of water from Kenai. um white crane that's your seltzer right uh, uh no the rice beer um it's oh i thought you said white crane maybe i misunderstood um, you uh, uh. yeah it's uh using pilsner and rice flakes okay cool all right, we can talk about that. We don't talk about the seltzer, <laughs> so we don't mention that. It's a beer show, Bill. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's a beer show. As I keep reminding Doug, you know, <laughs> there's beer and then there's that stuff. So anyway, but yeah, the rice pilsner, that's another, uh, I'm sure that's another good seller in the summer, you know, that's got yeah. a light, refreshing beer. That's what people are looking for when the weather gets hotter. Yeah, so that uh, that white crane, it, it's actually it's a rice lager, uh, nice, smooth, easy drinking, uh, pretty crisp. Uh, the ABV's a little little shy at at four percent uh, and fourteen IBUs, so nice, smooth, easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, something that uh, that I'll definitely be floating the river with uh, come this summer. Yeah. So I guess that would be another question I want to ask you guys: is when you're brewing, what kind of beer do you like to drink? Ooh, I don't um, know, Bill. I, yeah. I, well, I, I think as a brewer, I think we're required to say all of them. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But, well, I mean, I've I always felt drink like the one I'm making yeah. at the time, just to kind of yeah. yeah. I always felt like a you know a good light lager, like a pilsner or something yeah. like that. That's the kind of thing that you want while you're, you know, when you're working. You know, it's not the you don't you won't don't want something big and dark and heavy that you want to drink when you're being contemplative or something like that go with the seasonal that you're not going to have around and you know it so yeah yeah, it's good to we'll we'll probably start off with a breakfast beer though (laughs) wake up in the morning and it's as good as the coffee so you guys are going to be going to haynes this year do you know it's coming up here in a couple of weeks so doug yeah yeah so none of you guys, huh? Uh, it's possible. It's uh, possible. It's we uh, we got uh, there's. I mean, the the Brewers Guild they put on a lot of nice events throughout the state uh, all year round. Uh, so we usually try and make an appearance at all of them. 
uh, at least get some new beers out there, uh, touch base with that, that market, all you guys out there drinking our beer. So have any of you been to Haynes yet? Uh, no, I know I've never been. I always wanted to go. heard that it was a yeah. really great uh, festival yeah. to, to be at. I mean, I've always, yeah. I, it's been a few years since I was there, but it's, it, to me, it's one of, definitely one of the top festivals in the state, particularly the Brewer's Dinner that they have the night before the festival. That is really, and at least in the past, it has been a really great event. A lot of fun, great food, you know, worth uh definitely worth going to so when you guys you know when you can i I, recommend it that you try and swaggle your way into uh one of the slots yeah i've always heard good things about it and uh well you know what people can piece back together i guess but um sounds like a lot of fun i've driven through there but not during the beer fest so haynes very interesting little town and Haynes Brewing brews pretty darn good beer. Paul Wheeler over there, if you ever get a chance to stop in and, and check their stuff out. So, speaking about checking things out, if you want to give us a call, we'd be happy to hear, answer your questions. We're Hopefully, there's somebody out there listening. Hey, we're talking. So, if you're out there listening and you've got a question about beer or brewing or, I don't know, life in general, call us in. Give us a call, and we will uh, do our best to answer it. So... So, Tony, you're kind of focused on the food side of things. Anything exciting also coming in that regard? Um, you know, we're obviously doing daily specials, which is great. And um, we've definitely been pulling the smoker out a little bit more, doing stuff with, with that. So that's been great. Um, people are really liking it. So. Yeah, well, food's always been great every time I've been in there. It so. goes great with the beer, too. That's yeah. right. Well, that's, a, that's the right kind of food to have, the kind that goes good with the beer. So, um, so well, let's talk a little bit about your guys' background. Scott, how did you end up getting into brewing? What's your... Well, I, I moved up here to become a brewer. Okay. <laughs> That's a half of a half of a truth. But, uh, um, well, I, I like to homebrew home a little bit. And, you know, the first, first homebrew is kind of one like it was done. And I was excited to take it to taste it with my dad. And he kind of hesitated and waited for my response. I was like, yeah, it's not good. So <laughs> dump it out. Um, but it, I, I enjoyed it. And then I had family up here that uh, run the, the kitchen and food side of things. And, you know, the opportunity was there, moved to Alaska and explore this and brew and sounded like a great idea to me. So you're basically self-taught right. uh, on OJT or did you go through any kind of brewer training? Yeah, no, no training. Um, most of my training has really been at the brewery there from, you know, the fellow brewers mm-hmm. and, and yeah. monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah here, yeah. you know, do this, throw this in there. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. There's always, it seems like there's a never ending supply of knowledge and always something to learn. So the science to it, the art to it, I, I like the blend. So yeah. it's, that's been my experience. It's, yeah. Brewing is not something that you ever get absolutely down. There's just right. too many different things to play with. So, how about you, Ben? How did you get into the game? Uh, well, I came up here originally doing a, a marketing internship for for Doug there at the original brewery. Uh, of course, I've got family up here too, and uh, I they showed me how to brew when I was doing that internship, and uh, I'll admit that was a lot of fun, a whole lot uh, more entertaining than sitting at the desk uh, <laughs> working on my computer. Uh, 
So, uh, you know, I, I came back up a couple of years later, and I've been there ever since. Same thing, or any formal, did you get any formal training, or has it all just been hands-on on the job? Uh, no, sir. It's uh, all been hands-on on the job, learning from, yeah, uh, yeah learning from the other brewers. Um, we've got a lot of great talent at that brewery, uh, so there's plenty to learn. Uh, you got to figure out, you know, which, which way to turn that wrench and, uh, you know, make the best beer you can. So it's, it's been a fun learning experience, and we play around with a lot of different recipes. And uh, that's probably my favorite part about working there at the brewery is uh, they, they definitely want to hear what you like. You, you bring your own personality into that brew. And I and, thought uh, your favorite part was teaching us. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I do enjoy working with these guys here. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot from them, and I hope they've learned a little from me. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a great job. And Tony, I know how where you got into this because you were in a homebrew club with me for uh, many a moon. So yeah, 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 definitely homebrewing. And I was going to say the the closest thing I got to schooling was uh, from yourself, from <laughs> Bill, when when I took that class at the college. <laughs> well, that certainly wasn't a how to brew class. <laughs> so, but uh, well, it's interesting that uh, you know, and I'm glad to see that uh, all three of you guys are coming through kind of coming up through the ranks as it were um it would be nice there's been efforts but none successful to date to get some formal brewing education available here in the state but uh that's a story for another day anyway if you're uh, listening out there please consider giving a call and donating to the uh membership drive um we'll Call 513-1996 or 283-8433 or donate online at kdl.org. I should remind everybody that anybody who calls in during the hour gets entered in a raffle to win prizes, whether you're calling in to donate or just calling in with questions. So you might want to call in and ask a question. The rate you're going, we're going, you'll be the only one, so you win the raffle. So there you go. Um, so you got some trivia questions there, Ben? Yeah, Bill, uh, you know, we, we like hearing from you guys and, uh, we'd like to get some of your questions, but, uh, I, we got a couple questions for you guys, uh, for the listeners here. Uh, the brewery's giving away $10 gift cards for every winner of these questions we got. So, uh, we thought that might be a little fun. Get some, uh, some back and forth here. Sounds good to me. Ask away. Sure. Uh, for you listeners out there, uh, Oh, wait, no, I'm not eligible? Oh, well, uh, Bill, you know. No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if I'm eligible, maybe, you know. Uh, so our first question for you guys out there, uh, what year was Kenai River Brewing Company founded? Oh, Bill knows here. See, it was too easy for you, Bill. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why we can't play. I was here when it happened, so, yeah, I remember it well. So, okay, everybody, what year was Kenai River Brewing Company founded? Call in with your answer and win a $10 gift certificate from Kenai River Brewing Company. So, yes, I remember back in the day, because when I first moved up here, the only brewery on the peninsula was Homer Brewing Company. So it was a 90-mile drive to get uh, craft beer, locally brewed craft beer. So my, how the times have changed, because let's see, now we've got Homer Brewing Company and Grace Ridge down at Homer. We've got Cassock's Brewery, Kenai River, St. Elias in Soldatna, Kenai. We've got Naptown Brewing in Sterling. 
We've got Cooper Landing Brewing in Cooper Landing. We've got Seward Brewing Company and Stony River Brew House in Seward. So, uh, and I guess uh, Girdward's technically not on the Kenai, so we won't count them. So, but uh, yeah, in the last uh, 19 years, brewing has definitely taken off here on the. Uh, was that when Homer was established? Uh, Homer was 1996, 96. I believe. They've been around the long, quite a while. They're they are actually almost as old as like uh, Midnight Sun Brewing Company. So they think about that. They might be the third oldest in the no Silver Gulch is probably older than them. I'm trying to think who was, what was the order. I'd have to go back and look at my book. So I know um, down there. But they've been down there. They've been down there the quite a while. So. Um, Huh. I didn't realize that they had been around that long. Yeah, I think, I want to say they were around 96. I could be remembering wrong, because I think they were 96, and Haynes Brewing Company was 98. So, um, so they, but I want to say late 90s, for sure. If I'm if 96 isn't right, it's pretty close. But, so they've been around quite a while down there. But, I mean, to me, they're a classic uh, example of the, what uh, Bell Milstein at Kodiak calls the brewery as bakery model, right? They're not trying to send their beer anywhere but the local area, you know, um, which is which is fine. It's perfectly perfectly acceptable model, but that uh, as long as you've got the community support. Right. There's one thing okay. that is nice about. Uh, about Homer Brewing Company is that they are very local, you know, right. forward. Yeah. Well, there's a few, you know, there's a few around the state that, that are basically in that model. You know, Kodiak don't send their beers off the rock, basically, unless it's maybe to a festival occasionally. Haynes, beers are in Haynes, you know, a couple of taps down in Juneau that they send them to. But basically, if you want to drink their beer, you got to go to Haynes. Um, you know, some of the others... Our, uh Cooper Landing is kind of that way, you know. I mean, I don't know what their ambitions are for for growth and things like that, but it's nice that it's it's nice that we can see a lot of different successful models, right? You guys are one model where you're statewide and you're selling beers all over the place, so we've got an answer to our trivia question from Jill. Arend, and unless I'm incorrect, that is correct. That Jill is correct. Jill, 2006. 2006. That's what I remembered. May of 2006, in fact. So, um, congratulations, and that's a ten-dollar gift certificate. And uh, they will take your name, and you can come by the brewery and pick it up, right, Ben? Yep, that's right, Jill. Okay. Uh, we'll have that gift card ready for you on Sunday. Anytime after Sunday, swing by, get that ten-dollar gift card. And that's good for beer and food at the brewery. Great. Right. So you guys got another trivia question? You got another 10 bucks you want to lose? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll take that bet. Uh, Scott, why don't you go ahead and lead her off? All right. Um, I'll skip around. We have a yellow-bellied sapsucker. It's a Saudi-inspired L. From which country does the does Saudi style originate? And is my pronunciation right? <laughs> Maybe you better spell it. It's a S A H T I. Saudi. 
So, yes. Just one, it's still one answer, though. The first, the yeah. real answer is from which country does right. it originate? Right. Sati, not Saudi. So, Sati. Saudis aren't into beer too much. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's great that, like I said, that we can see multiple successful models in the state. You know, everybody doesn't have to be trying to do the same thing because. Again, you know, like you guys, to make a go of it as a packaged brewery is tricky given that there's a fixed amount of shelf space out there in the package stores. So, you know, in order to muscle your way onto the shelf with your products, you've got to elbow out something. Now, in a perfect world, what you would be elbowing out is Bud Light. Coors Light, Miller Light, or one of those things, but let's face it, those guys have the bucks. So mm -hmm. what ends up happening, at least is my experience, is the craft people end up fighting amongst themselves just for, you know, just to try and get shelf space. So it's good, it's good that we've got, you know, multiple models that where everybody is not fighting over that same little strip of shelf yeah. that, that the package stores are willing to give us. This stuff is delicious, by the way. Yeah, thank uh, you. You guys can't tell, but we're drinking uh, as <laughs> we're doing this. So uh, which one is this one? Uh, this is that, uh, the that Vic's big secret, secret single hop. Single hop, yeah. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. Very nice, clean taste. This is this is very good. Yeah. Yeah, Not. Uh, it, it's nice. Not not too, too bitter, but uh, just enough for that, yeah. that nice IPA style. Yeah, it's got that, It's got a, a nice bitterness, and it's got a nice look to it. Yeah. It's clear. Nice and clear. Yeah. yeah it's, taste all of those fruity notes with the passion fruit. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, very nice. So, yeah, when this thing goes on tap, everybody definitely get into the brewery and check it out. Later this summer. Later so, this summer. So we got keep, something to look forward to. Keep going in every day. To see when it comes on, right? That's the plan. Everybody should check daily. So, well, yeah, that's good. What we got another one here? Uh, an answer from Trevor, and yes, Trevor, you are correct. Sati as a style is from Finland. Very good. So, well done, Trevor. So uh, they'll put your name down, and you'll be able to go pick up your uh, your ten dollar gift certificate at the brewery after sunday so um i was gonna say something lost my train of thought so take it away Good. boys <laughs> sure well uh tony uh, i think we've got a few more questions here why don't you see uh, who wants to win a little gift card all right so the next question is gonna be can anyone in the audience name all four of the silteshi seasonal beers that we do Ooh, good question yeah. Good question. Okay, so we're looking for the four Salteshi seasonal beers that the brewery does, which segues nicely into another great thing about being a local community brewery. You guys do a fantastic amount of stuff supporting the local community, like brewing beers for Salteshi and other, I know you guys have brewed stuff for Trout Unlimited and the list goes on and on of the local community organizations and activities that you guys support. So uh, kudos for that. Uh, well done. And that's, uh, you know, again, that's the kind of great thing about having a, a local community brewery, craft brewery that's going to support support the community. So and I think that's one of the 
one of the great reasons to work there, honestly, just to, to be able to be a part of that um, and to help out the community. It's just, it's, it's been a, a true blessing. I, w- I was going to go back to that too. Like why I work there now, it was that, you know, um, hearing about a lot of that stuff and it sounded like a good environment to work in, like people that cared about the community they were in. Um, that was a big attraction to hold out uh, for that job. Speaking of caring about the community, how about supporting your community radio station by calling 513-1996 or 283-8433 or donating online at kdll.org. So everybody else out out there can step up and help support the community as well. Oh, yeah, you can also call those numbers just to answer the question, what are the four breweries uh, or four beers that are brewed to support the Salteshi Trails? So that's 513-1996 or 283-8433. So, um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's part of what is, uh, you know, I have always really enjoyed about craft brewing is that those community elements uh you know even going back when like when i was living in london you know when people you had your local pub that people would go to we don't have a real pub culture in the u.s but the brewery the brewery tap room in many ways is filling that uh same i don't want to say void that same need that we have for a community gathering place. Um, You know, it's not the place that you're going to go to cry in your drink and in the dark at 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? There's plenty of bars to do that, but it's the place where you're going to go to meet your friends or meet other people who live in the community with you. You can bring your kids in. You can... You know, it's a it's a community gathering place, yeah. uh, and very very valuable in that regard. Um, as much as I like to carp about the stupid rules that we have for our brewery tap rooms in this state, some of those rules, as an unintended consequence, actually make the brewery tap room a great place for conversation and and talking to people and things like that simply because they outlaw all other distractions you can't play cards you can't watch tv you can't listen to music you can't do anything else so you might as well talk to the person that's sitting next to you so so have a lunch and a few beers and then walk down to the river or the park that's right so anyway um yeah, I, I think uh, you you know you pretty much nail it there, Bill. Uh, a lot of the the beers that we brew, like the Salteshi Trail Ales, uh, you know, we do it for the community. It's a, it's a place that we live. It's a place that we work. Uh, I frequent the Salteshi Trail Ales every year for uh, cross country skiing. Uh, I know the the next beer coming up. Uh, you know, we're looking to release here in June, but you know, it's for all those you know mountain biking and and getting out there using the trails. Uh, one of the other beers that we're doing now, uh, it's the Spruce Tip Double IPA, which I'm, I think you've had that one before. Yes, Bill. I have. It's excellent. Uh, yeah, that one. So we brew that for the Ketchumac Heritage Land Trust. Uh, and that those guys, they actually share uh, the property back behind the brewery. Uh, so it's a great way to raise awareness for different organizations in the community. 
you know, it's a great way because, uh, you know, a portion from those proceeds go back to those guys. Right. You know, so they can do more with uh, with making our community a better place. Yeah. People can come in and buy the beer and know that part of their money that they're paying is going to support these worthy, worthy local causes. So, yeah, no, it's definitely a, it's definitely a win-win for uh, everybody concerned. So, and again, that's one of the things why I get up on my high horse about the way the state treats alcohol and beer and things in this state is they they treat it like it's a necessary evil instead of hey it's a positive good and if you look at what particularly breweries are doing as opposed to people who are selling hard liquor and things like that um it's it's pretty much uh, to me it's an unmitigated good there's no there's really no dark downside for that in spite of uh, the way that uh, our state leaders want to treat it so either it's that or as a cash cow because you know they love taxes so <laughs> but anyway well we're still waiting on an answer to the question of what are the four beers that kenai river brewing brews to support salt Tuls- boy salteshi trails can't talk um, so if you've got that answer, call in to 513-1996 or 283-8433 and win a $10 gift card from the brewery. So um, I know you guys are looking at reordering things a little bit come the 1st of January when the new laws kick in. Um, looking at getting a restaurant eating place license, I believe, which should give you guys some enhanced flexibility so you can serve like wine with meals and uh, other people's beers, not just your own. So that should be pretty cool. I mean, I'm hoping you guys will be like firing up for some beer dinners and stuff like that once, uh, once you get that. So, I mean, you guys have had some nice ones in the past, but it gets a little old when you can only serve your own beer. You know, it's much more interesting if you can do a beer dinner and, you know, bring in, different styles or you know different things for different people mm-hmm. speaking of styles anybody got a favorite style <laughs> my personal favorite is pale ales okay um i just feel like they're that mid road they're not too hoppy they're not too malty they're just a really well balanced you know you can have them a little bit lighter a little bit darker you know i just love that style ben well, I uh, I'll probably side with Tony there. I, I do really like the pale ale, but um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, from the brewer's perspective, uh, that pale ale—I mean, one—it's really tasty. But uh, when you're brewing it, uh, it's almost one of the more challenging styles to brew. Uh, with the IPAs and the darker beers that we we you know you brew out there, uh, it's much easier to hide you know, any kind of off flavor in that beer. But uh, when you have a pale ale, something that's light and crisp, you really got to do your best to make sure that, you know, that beer turns out absolutely perfect. Uh, if there's anything that's off, you know, it, you know, we, we pick it up, the customer picks it up, you know, and, and, you know, you don't want that. You want to brew something that's, you know, that's great, good to drink. Uh, so it, it, it gives, it makes, it's a real challenge, you know, to make sure that every beer is, is just like the last and, uh, you know, it's something looks nice like, and tasty, consistent. Looks like we've got an answer to the question. Is it correct there, Ben? Yeah, so that is correct. Uh, we've got uh, 
the Moose Gallop Pale Ale, the Salteshi Trail Ale, uh, the original, uh, Ride Around It, and Double Pole Black IPA. That's correct. One for every season, uh, and you can buy all those now. So, yep, cool. that is correct. Uh, Who's our winner? Nice work, Chris. You are our winner today for a $10 gift card. Great, great. So let's finish up. What's your favorite style, Scott? And then um, I'll tell you mine. Honestly, I'm I'm pretty eclectic. I change it up often. I mean, I do like the Pell a lot. Um, I don't mind an IPA every now and then, but it's I'm just really eclectic on my tastes on that. So I, I like to try a lot of new stuff. Um, maybe I'll have a refined taste <laughs> in another decade or so. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favorite is anything with bread in it. I like Britannomyces. So whether it's a saison or a pale ale um, that's been aged with a lot of brat. We, uh, Zach Henry and I made one a few years ago where we took a really strong pale ale and then put it in the wood for a year with a lot of brat and let it get all funked up and everything. Uh, so... I guess I, I like a lot of different styles, but I'm a sucker. As soon as I see on the label, Brat, I'm like, ooh, must try it. See how good it is. So, And you guys don't brew with bread at all, right? Because uh, Doug won't let it into the brewery. <laughs> no bread. We do, uh, we, I mean, we use things like biscuit malts. We'll use, you know, cornflakes and, and rice flakes and, you know, fun stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty selective as far as what we let into that brewery. Uh, you know, so it's, it's a Brett-free brewery. Right? <laughs> it's a Brett-free brewery. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you, uh, you made kind of a nice segue there, Bill. We, we have another question Go here. Go for it. And uh, the question is, it's about styles. Um, so Kenai River Brewing Company, uh, we've got a beer out there, and it's won a whole lot of awards. Uh, it, and it's released every single October. Uh, if you can call in, tell us what the name of the beer is, uh, we'll get you a $10 gift card there, Bill. Okay. It's the 1st of October, every year they release this beer. And give us the name of the beer and the style of the beer. Ooh, there we yeah. go. Make, give us the name and the style. So you can call 513-1996 or 283-8433 to answer that question and win your $10 gift certificate. And uh, if you want to donate to the KDLL, you can call those numbers or donate online at kdll.org. Yes, yes, that's a, that's a, uh, yes, good, good question. So, um, here's a question. What was the most unpleasant beer that you ever had to brew? What's the one that gave you the most pain and heartache and everything? Not because I know what the answer would be if Doug was sitting across here. It would be that Doppelbach that he brewed for the first Frozen River Fest. Because that thing kicked his rear end, okay. But how about you guys? Have you guys got a personal, uh, personal? Uh, I don't know. Horror story is the right answer, but one that was a real fight for you that you still remember. I guess I have one of each. So okay. the one I typically least enjoy making is it, and it's pretty much my own, like. Uh, uh, inexperience with it was the gummy um adding all of that in uh i i spent the whole hour boil throwing that in and i, I could have done it a lot faster so it was just 
running back and forth doing that while trying to do everything else that I, I didn't have quite dialed in at the time. It was one of the early ones that I brewed. Um, so that's one I typically, when I hear it, like kind of cringe a little bit. <laughs> um, the horror story is actually kind of combined with, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it. It was the, my first kind of solo brew, um, was the gel pill, which, you know, we had a, we had a little bit of problems with it. It wasn't luckily none of it was my fault with inexperience, but it, it was something that, uh, definitely like, okay, this, this is challenging and there's things that can go wrong. Uh, if it's your error or something to do with the machinery or anything like that. So that one was definitely uh, an ongoing saga. And then, um, yeah, those two basically are the... How about you, Ben? You got a good one? So uh, we've got a few recipes here where it's a pretty substantial grain bill. Uh, bill. Um, so the way it works back in that brewery, uh, and if you come on in, we can, we can show you how it works. But uh, when you're milling in that grain, uh, uh, there's a tank above where that, that grain falls into. And uh, if it gets a little too full, it'll shut off the system. So sometimes you've got to run up to the grain house, uh, up a big flight of stairs, and you mill in that grain. But at the same time, you've got to mash it in down on the ground floor, uh, mixing that grain in with water. So there, for me, there is nothing worse than running up and down those stairs <laughs> half a dozen times or more. Uh, at 4 a.m. when you're trying to brew <laughs> this beer that, you know, some, maybe it's a new one that you haven't done before and that grain bills, you know, the longest you've ever seen. And so you're, you know, you're doing stairs, you know, uh, up and down and up and down. Uh, I get a little winded. I'm in good shape, but I get a little winded there, Bill. <laughs> How about you, Tony? You got a horror story? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I feel like since I'm the youngest brewer <laughs> here, I haven't... Uh, haven't got anything too crazy other than the other day I was brewing some Scottish and uh, didn't quite for one reason or another get all of the grain into the mash ton and when I went to go clean out the uh, the system there it just piled all over the floor and this just, is very <laughs> recent <laughs> so that that one kind of that one kind of gave me a little bit of a you know oh gosh <laughs> well as far as I can tell, none of you have ever added the wrong yeast, right? No, like, no. Like, no. Not knowing So, no. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was just going to say, because uh, if Joe's listening to this, hello, Joe. We remember American Sunken. So brew it again. It was good. So, Happy accidents, right? Happy accidents. Happy accidents. So. Well, hey, we're still waiting on our answer for what is the beer that is released every October and uh, from Kenai River Brewing Company, name of the beer and the style that it's made in. You can call us at 513-1996 or 283-8433 to give us your answer. So, yeah, that's the thing about brewing. I Like we were saying earlier, I don't care how good you get at it. Um, there's always more to learn. And uh, you can always screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Very easy. of course. So, but then again, as I always remind myself, when things start going a little south, the ancient Sumerians used to do this. So how hard can it be? So just fake it till you make it. So, or as Charlie Papazzi would say, relax, don't worry, have a homebrew. You know, take it easy. It'll it'll work out in the end. And if it 
if it's all wrong, then you can just call it an experiment. Call it American Sunken, and who, you never know. So, but uh, so yeah, you guys. Uh, um, I'm trying to think uh, what you guys have done recently in the sour beer arena. So anything, uh, anything around that. As long as we're talking about mistakes that get sold as experiments, we might as well talk about sour beers, since I think half of them might fall into that category. Sure. So, so uh, one of the it's actually the only sour we've ever done, Bill. Uh, it's a Champsky sour. Uh, it's a kettle sour. Right, kettle sour. Yep. That's right. I think I've, I think I remember having that one. So, are you guys got any plans to brew it again for this summer? Uh, we'll see. Uh, we're not. Uh, we got a lot of other interesting things coming down the line. Uh, and you know, in summertime, you know, you can only brew so much to right. keep up with. Uh, all those thirsty people out there. Well, plus with us switching to Odom, you know, that's that's definitely give, getting a busier summer, just that yeah. alone. Sure, yeah. sure. You guys to, moving more product out the door, right? That's yeah. right. Trying to reach a large part yeah. of the state. and yeah. uh, trying Well, to it's move. kind of catch-22, you know, because yeah. sour is the sort of beer that would sell in the summer. But if you're going as fast as you can just to keep up with your flagships, then, you know, that's... Obviously, in Alaska, winter is experimentation time. Yes. Nobody can nobody can afford to experiment in the summer. Everybody's just trying to make beer as fast as they can to keep up with demand. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you talk about favorite beers, and uh, I think the uh, the the rice lager, the White Crane, and that mm-hmm. Chamsky Sour are currently my two favorites, one and two. I think I may have tried that one on a visit before I worked there, but I'm not positive. No, it was really good, as I recall. You know, nice, the right amount of sourness, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, to me, there's two completely different kinds of sour beers, right? You've got your kettle sours, and then you've got your your ones that you're souring long-term storage in the wood, like your, your Goozes and your Flanders Reds and your, those kind of beers, you know. And they are just two totally different flavor profiles yeah they're both sour but they're kind of like comparing lemons and green apples you know they're both sour but they're you know um so the to me the best with the kettle sours are the ones that are just going for the the light you know flavor and drinkability and stuff and then the the other stuff you want complexity and depth and all that sort of stuff you know long that comes from the long process maybe an unintended consequence of the centrifuge would be that we could have time to do that at least early summer hopefully sometime Hmm. well it'd be great so again we'll remind you we're still looking for the uh beer that is released each october from Kenai river brewing company the name and the style you can call us at 513-1996 or 283-8433 and give us an answer and win a ten dollar gift card from the brewery so, so long term, what are you guys' plans? Are you gonna go out and start your own brewery and run Doug out of business? Uh, what's, what do you see yourself doing in ten years? Um, disappearing somewhere like Whittier, writing a book or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good Fishing. work if you can get it, but take it from a published author. Uh-huh. Don't plan on making a living at it unless oh, no. your name is no, Stephen it's, King. It's, so. I don't know if I keep want your, to. With keep your day job, Scott. Yeah, is what no, I'm no, saying. Okay, keep your day job. 
So how about you, Ben? Uh, we'll see. You know, uh, with uh, the way Kenai Brewer is going and how it's gone, you know, there, there's no telling what, uh, what lies down the road here. I mean, you've seen how far we've expanded, uh, you know, into this great, you know, new, beautiful building. Um, and, uh, you know, that's been wonderful. You know, now we have a restaurant, whereas before, you know, you could barely fit into the bar. Uh, so, you know, it's hard to tell. Uh, uh, I could see, you know, a lot of us being very happy, you know, hanging around for a while, brewing, you know, more beers for all those people out there. Okay, well, good. So, how about you, Tony? Well, you know, I, I'm hoping to stay with the brewery for as, as long as they'll have me, and uh, I definitely want to be in the beer industry. I mean, it's something that I'm very passionate about, uh, something that I really love, um, Okay. Well, you all three passed the test. Doug told me to ask that question because he's anybody who said the wrong thing was going to get fired. So you guys all three passed. You can can keep working there. (laughs) So, but uh, so I don't know. We're getting close to our hour being up. Anybody got anything else they'd like to chit chat about? Got a personal, you know, flag you want to wave or uh, something you want to rant about? You know me, I can always rant about something. So Sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, since summer's coming up, uh, we'll just remind folks, we, we do have this new beautiful pavilion out back now. We've got three uh, fireplaces going out there. Uh, so we've expanded that outdoor seating. Uh, so we'd love for you guys to come in and, and warm yourselves by the fire this summer and have a couple of beers. Uh, it's nice having that outdoor space. You know, yeah, since you, like you said, you know, you can't watch TV or play any card games but man a, a good fire that certainly hits a spot with a nice glass of beer so yeah you guys have built a wonderful facility out back so if you haven't been by the brewery lately should definitely come by and check it out so plus pretty soon you're not going to be able to get into the place so now's definitely the time to go by and check the brewery out before the touristas come right so yeah but uh yeah that's uh and and i think doug even has some plans maybe for even some further expansion after the uh the restaurant eating place license comes through and things like that so uh yeah it's it's, uh it looks really really nice at the brewery it's just absolutely fantastic so well how are we doing here do we need to wrap up two minutes so uh, I'm gonna. If you don't call within the next two minutes, you're not gonna get a chance to win the ten dollars and tell us what the beer that's brewed on the first of October is. Um, you can call five one three one nine nine six or two eight three eight four three three to give us that answer and win your ten dollar gift card. So uh, I want to thank everybody who's uh, listened in and called in today. Um, again, this is your community. This is your community radio station. Um, these are your community brewers we've had here that we talk about every month, uh, what they contribute to our local community and our state as a whole. Um, it's one of the things that makes Alaska such a wonderful and special place to live and particularly makes the Kenai such a great place to live. Uh, I can say that as somebody who's lived a lot of different places around the world and uh, this is the place I chose to put down roots and stay. So um, help make your community strong. Support your local community businesses, particularly your community breweries and your community radio station, KDLL 91.9 FM Kenai Soldatna. And we have an answer. And 
that's wrong, Dave. So this is from Dave Brighton, and I have to tell you that that's not the right answer, Dave. Oh, sorry, so, Dave. So, uh, yeah, nice try, but wrong style, and you didn't give us the name of the beer. So uh, we'll, uh, I guess I will just tell everybody what the answer is. So the answer we were looking for was Winter Warlock. The Winter Warlock, it's an old ale, is the style. So... It's released every October, and they brew it every October. So as soon as they release one year's, they brew the beer that they're going to release for the next year. Oh, oh they just announced oh. it was, Oh, we got one in? Okay, probably came in while I was saying it, so hopefully that person is an honest person and isn't didn't just immediately call in as soon as I gave the right answer. Oh. So, but uh, Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, right as... Uh, it's right your money, so whatever you want to do, right. man. I'll yeah, you call. Bill's just too quick. Let Tony decide. <laughs> All right, Tony, I'll flip a coin here. Yeah, uh, Terry. Terry, you are our caller with the winner, uh, Winner Warlock. Uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, you guys swing on in, grab your $10 gift cards. and just uh, a, I was going to say a quick shout-out to the uh, you know front of house, like the staff and you know our, our servers and our kitchen staff. Um Tip your servers. Be patient with them this summer. It gets crazy out there. All righty. Well, I think our time here is up. I want to thank everybody again for calling in and uh, drinking on the last frontier. We'll be back at uh, the last Saturday in June. So have a great summer. Beers of Alaska. Ales and stouts, pilsners, porters too.